0: Is the Big 12 conference screwed? That is the biggest question I've been getting asked uh, this Friday. And the short answer is no. The long answer is a little more complicated. I'm Pete Mundo. Heartland College Sports is where you find us covering the Big 12 conference. We so appreciate you joining us and being a part of the show. If you're a Big 12 and if you're a college football or a college basketball fan, thanks for being here. Subscribe to the show on YouTube and the podcast. That way you never. Miss an episode. So, huge news on Friday that the SEC and the Big Ten are uniting and they're coming together to form this advisory group. And the question is, what does this mean for the Big 12 conference? Well, naturally, a lot of people are looking at this and saying, here we go. The SEC and the Big Ten are going to break off, they're going to form their own minor league, and everybody else is going to be left behind. I'm sitting here and I'm saying, not so fast. I don't buy that just yet that the Big Ten and the SEC are going to hold all the cards to create some minor league football and basketball league that nobody else can be a part of. First off, you're telling me that Mississippi State and Rutgers is going to decide the future for Oklahoma State, TCU, Arizona, BYU, Duke. UNC, Miami, the list goes on. You, you really think that Rutgers gets to the side, the future of all those programs I just listed, screw off. That's not going to happen. And by the way, the powers that be in college athletics are not going to let that happen. Rutgers, Mississippi State, and Vanderbilt get to decide the future for all these other programs, not a chance in hell. So let's pump the brakes on that. I'm not fear-mongering like so many are saying that the Big 12 is screwed, the sky is falling. First off, we've got Brett Yormark. If there's somebody who's going to be able to penetrate this Big 10 SEC alliance on behalf of the Big 12, I believe in Brett. And I think you should as well. This conference is in great hands right now. This league has put itself in a position to thrive and thrive in a very successful way for the next several years to come. So let the SEC and let the Big Ten put together their little advisory board. Let them have fun with it. Let them feel like they hold all the cards. But this is not the end. This is the beginning. You know, it's been a crazy week in college athletics. You have the NCAA getting sued over NIL rules by the state of Tennessee. After this football investigation, and by the way, that's also being done by Virginia, the Attorneys General for Tennessee and Virginia, have filed this antitrust lawsuit against the NCAA. So what this is really about, when you strip it all down, it's not about all the Big 12's host. This is really about how the NCAA is on the verge of becoming completely useless, a feckless organization, which it has been for way too long anyway and becoming extinct. The next phase after that is, okay, what do we now do with the conferences and the programs and everything else? But right now, it's about officially or unofficially destroying and neutering the NCAA. And if the SEC and the Big Ten want to lead the way on that, more power to them. But I don't think this is the end result where we're watching the Big Ten and the SEC just jump out on their own and become this minor league system. We're in this process. And this week has been a very busy week for this process with the lawsuits by Tennessee and Virginia. And then with the advisory board, the advisory group being formed by the big 10 and the sec. And it's definitely legitimate. I mean, I had people ask me, Hey Pete, is this like the Alliance? Remember that a couple of years ago between the big 10, the ACC and the PAC 12. no, this is, this is not the alliance from a couple of years ago when the Big 12 was left out of it after the SEC poached Oklahoma and Texas. The Big 10, the ACC, and the Pac-12 formed this alliance that was completely toothless. There was nothing to it. It meant squat in the grand scheme of things. So this is not that. It's much more serious than that. It's much more legitimate than that. But I don't believe... That this is about screwing over the Pac 12, or excuse me, the Big 12, or the ACC for that matter. It's just right now, the most leverage in college sports comes from the SEC and the Big 10. So if they want to lead the way on this thing, let them lead the way. I'm okay with that. I'm not sitting here as a Big 12 fan or a guy who covers the Big 12 at Heartland College Sports and freaking out about it. I'm saying, let's see what they've got. Let them run the point on this. Let them officially destroy the NCAA once and for all. The NCAA is a joke. The NCAA is basically begging Congress to do its job and do something about NIL and everything else. And uh, that's because they let this drag on for too long. It's not the fault of Charlie Baker, who now runs the NCAA, who's the former governor of uh, Massachusetts. This is not on him. He just stepped into this mess. So. You know, he knows what he signed up for, but it's not his fault. It is the fault of many NCAA presidents and powers that be before Charlie Baker, who allowed it to get to this point. And now we're living through it. And now we have to deal with it. And I don't think it's a bad thing because there's nothing the NCAA does well. The only thing the NCAA does well at this point in its existence is put on the NCAA tournament, which we really don't need the NCAA to do. There's not a purpose for the NCAA outside of putting on the NCAA tournament. Their violations are worthless. Their sanctions are crap. They're inconsistent beyond all get-out. Just ask Mike Boynton and Oklahoma State. They're a joke of an organization. They're a joke of an operation. So I say good riddance. And if the Big Ten and the SEC have to get together to basically destroy them once and for all, let them do their thing. I'm not going to shed a tear over it, but I'm also not going to come on here and go doom and gloom and say the big 12's over the big 12's toast. I don't buy that for a second because on top of that, you have a conference led by a guy who's innovative in Brett Yormark, who's got an innovative group of guys around him who sees the future, who has incredible relationships in this sport or really at the college level, at the pro level with the television networks, the big 12, is not going to be left behind in the short term in any meaningful way. Is there something five, 10 years down the road that may be a problem for the conference? Sure, I can admit that's possible. But right now, nothing changes. The Big 12's in a great spot. It's in a healthy spot. It's in as good as a spot. It's been in a very long time. And if you're a fan of a school not in the SEC or not in the Big Ten, don't freak out right now. If you're an ACC fan, don't. If you're a Miami fan, I know you guys want out, but don't freak out. If you're a Clemson fan, don't freak out. Just let this thing play out because I think we're in the early stages of this, not the end stages and the doom and gloom some want to push. I'm Pete Mundo on Heartland College Sports. Subscribe to the show here if you're a college football, college basketball, specifically Big 12 fan. We love you. We appreciate you being here, and it is great to have you on the show. I had to hop on on this uh, Friday night. My wife's like, what are you doing? I said, I got to talk to the folks. We got to talk about this. This is getting out of control. But everyone's got this wrong because the major media people, a lot of people I respect in college sports media, They want to paint the picture like this is the end. Like the SEC and the Big Ten are going to do whatever they want. Everyone else is screwed. Because that's what they've done all along. That's why we exist at Heartland College Sports. Because we've stood up for the conferences, not named the Big Ten, and not named the SEC. And it's worked really well for going on 10 years now. So don't buy what they're selling. They have an agenda, and they've had an agenda for years now. This is just the start. All right? So let me get some of your questions. Mark says, why doesn't the Big 12 form a committee with the ACC? Excuse me, Mark. That is a – it's a good question. Well, here's the thing. Because in the grand scheme of things, I don't know what the committee is going to do. Outside of tell us or this advisory group for the Big Ten and the SEC are going to do, outside of come to the conclusion that we all know to be true, and that is that the NCAA is worthless. I don't see what else this can really accomplish. When it comes to name image likeness, how is that handled right now on a state-by-state basis, right? That's dealt with by state law. It's not a federal law. The NCAA has no sway over it. It's state law that determines the NIL rules for the most part. So you can form an advisory group just to make it look like you're doing something, but I'm not a big believer in doing things just for the sake of doing things pointing out though, here, the two conferences have no more rights in creating an advisory committee than anybody else. Let's just create one more. It, you know, the media is never going to portray this thing properly, even if the big 12 comes together with the ACC. So let them do their thing. I'm going to trust Brett Yourmark to work it hard and work it effectively behind the scenes. And I don't need the dog and pony show of an advisory committee to feel better about where this conference is at right now. I don't, I mean, you may want it. I get it, but I'm not going to feel better about it because we created an advisory committee with the ACC. Uh, Tim says here on Facebook Live, unfortunately, it's looking more like it will be the top 30 to 40 schools who are going to be part of this. However, maybe this will be a good thing and allow the rest to reorganize and restructure with geography and rivalries in mind. You know, I've often believed what we're living through is not sustainable. I like where the Big 12 is at right now. I think it's in a healthy place. I love the additions. I love the new teams. I love having BYU, Cincinnati, UCF. I I love having the new schools in the mix, right? I think it's great. I'm happy for all these programs that they're here. They're part of this league and they're enjoying life in the big 12 conference. I'm happy about that. And I can't wait for the new four schools to come in. The Arizonas, Utah, Colorado coming back. But when you look at college sports, what we're living through does not feel sustainable. Right? I mean, it just, does it feel sustainable to you? It doesn't feel sustainable to me. So I'm sitting here and I'm just taking a step back and I'm saying Stanford in the ACC. How does this make any sense? These programs are spending a fortune and will continue to spend a fortune on travel at some point someone's going to say this is really stupid and this doesn't make any sense and i feel like we're going to go back to basically where we were my hope is we go back to where we were a generation ago where basically we have smaller regional conferences you're going to send stanford volleyball to unc Why? For what? I I just can't figure it out. You're going to send Miami to Cal for a soccer game? I'm using the ACC as an example here because they're now the most extreme of the major conferences. It's not sustainable. Something's going to give. I don't think college sports is going to look anything like it does right now by the end of this decade. That that's my prediction here at Heartland College Sports. I'm glad the Big 12's ahead of the curve. I think the Big 12's in a great spot, but we are living through something that is changing rapidly, and we're watching and living through history in college sports, and it's happening right now. So I, I'm accepting of where we're at, knowing it's not the end, and knowing the Big 12 has positioned itself. Is the outcome a 60 team? Uh, you know, basically the Power Five conferences from a couple of years ago into one minor league. Maybe that's it. I don't know. But I don't think we're at the end by any stretch of the imagination. And I don't think a Big 12 fan should right now be freaking out, saying these two conferences are going to, you know, um, do their own thing, they're going to break off from the NCAA, and we're going to be screwed. Big 12's got great brands. Big 12 has the best basketball in America right now. Big 12's got more leverage than the national media tells you, and that most Big 12 fans want to believe because we naturally have a chip on our shoulders, and we have for a long time, living in that shadow of the SEC and the Big 10. But we're okay, guys. We're going to be fine. We should be proud of this league, proud of its leadership, and know that we've got something to bring to the table. And no matter what happens in the future of college sports, we can be confident in knowing we're going to have a seat at the table. And I can't believe I, I hate that cliche. I really hate it. I used it, whatever. I'm over it. We're going to be all right. I'm Pete Mundo on Heartland College Sports. Uh, Thank you guys for being here. If you are new to the show, or even if you've been here before, and you haven't yet subscribed, subscribe right below. I'm pointing down if you're on YouTube. And of course, on the podcast as well, leave that five-star rating and review. It'll take you 20 seconds. And these are the little things that you can do for us that help this show grow every single day. The thumbs up on YouTube is a big thing as well. So um, thank you guys for being here. Thank you for being a part of this. And we're going to have a Big 12 Basketball Recap Reaction Show on Sunday. So we'll talk to you then. If anything crazy happens, we'll hop on here if we have to. And hope you have a great weekend. I'm Pete Mundo. Heartland College Sports is where you find us, covering the Big 12. Go to our free message boards as well. Um, Those are on the website, and we'll talk to you soon. Have a great night and a great day. See you later.